Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. A lot going on politically today. Different news stories out there. Uh, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, he's racist. Oh, really? Why? He's picking on mayors of color. Oh, please. <laughs> I heard it from the mayor of Chicago, Brandon Johnson. He was on with Al Sharpton. Oh, okay. Okay, and talking about Texas sending these illegal immigrants to these big cities. You're absolutely right about the intentions of Governor Abbott. Um, he is attacking uh, democratically ran cities, and particularly cities that are being led um, by black leaders or leaders of color. This is unconscionable. Um, and it's a very raggedy approach, and quite frankly, not only is it reckless and raggedy, um, but it is evil-spirited. Ooh. Ooh evil-spirited, evil you say. Threw that in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. We predicted in 2024 the race card would get thrown out there a lot. I mean, for early January, this is remarkable. It's all over the place oh, already. Yeah. Well, guys like Brandon Johnson see everything through the lens of race. Absolutely. And he's well, on there with another guy who sees everything through the lens of race because it's made a career out of it. Pockets. Yes. Well, no I, doubt about it. I mean, and that, that that's just par for the course for a lot of these Democrats because if you remember in the uh, summer of love 2020, uh, Lori Lightfoot claimed that Donald Trump was tweeting about rioting in her city and looting in her city and targeting her and Muriel Bowser in D.C. and others because they were women and particularly women of color, which was a shock, uh, I'm sure, to the mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler. <laughs> he learned that day that Trump targeted him because he's a woman of color. That's right. That's exactly it. Didn't he sue car makers because the cars were easily stolen? That was the uh, city attorney of Seattle. That was right, uh, the city attorney, yes. But this was coming uh, from somewhere, yeah. Yeah, Kia's, because there aren't sufficient um, Suing car companies for cars that could be stolen. Again. But speak about race real quick. Michelle Obama. Uh, she's terrified yeah. about the 2024 election. Yeah. yeah, of course she is. Yeah, former. She's terrified. Yeah, former First Lady Michelle Obama terrified about what could happen in 2024 because, oh my gosh, we may lose America if Joe Biden doesn't win. Okay. I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter. Who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit, it affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. You know, the fact that people think that government, eh, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't really even do anything. And I'm like, oh, my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. <laughs> like that, that is frightening to me. When, I mean, you talk about terrifying. I don't know if I'm like shaking in my boots, but I mean, when she says, my gosh, government does everything for us. Really? Right. Yeah. No, it doesn't. That's the golden plan, isn't it? Right. For all the Marxists, which, I mean, you look at her history. I mean, think about this for a second. You go back to 08 when Obama was elected, and there were so many people across the country 
that felt like, hey, I might not have even voted for this guy, but this is historic. It truly is. Like, we're not past racism. You're always going to have racist people. But this country, it's been remarkable what's transpired over, say, the last hundred years, right? And then you fast forward a few more years and you find out not only did we not make great gains, we went backwards. Right. And that's the thing about Michelle Obama. What a race baiter she is and doesn't get tagged with that really all that often, in my opinion. You go back after all the riots and everything in 2020. You remember that card she played at that time? They're stoking fears about black and brown Americans lying about how minorities will destroy the suburbs, whipping up violence and intimidation, and they're pinning it all on what's been an overwhelmingly peaceful movement for racial solidarity. Mm-hmm. It's true. Research backs it up. Only oh, a tiny fraction of demonstrations have had any violence at all. So what the president is doing is once again patently false. People died billions of dollars damaged. Yeah. If it were a natural disaster, it would have been the most damaging and expensive natural disaster in human history. It's true. That's according to the insurance companies who are pro- who are processing claims in 2021 yes. after the summer of love, after these overwhelmingly peaceful demonstrations for racial solidarity. Yeah, the real threat to democracy is keeping the person running against your guy off the ballot. Right. So he's impossible to vote for him. You guys talk about the threat to democracy all the time. Like, what exactly what garbage is that? the real fear if Trump were to be reelected? Is it, what, MAGA bros across the country, like, rioting, <laughs> tearing crap down? Is that the fear? I seriously heard Whoopi Goldberg say yesterday she's going to put him in camps. Yeah. What? They're going to put him in camps. Put who in camps? Trump will put adversarial people in camps and illegal immigrants all in camps. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's crazy. Wow. I mean, the stuff that's being said is absolutely insane, but that's what they're going with. I mean, Biden echoed it. He doubled down again. This is the threat to democracy. That's all they have. This guy is going to make sure that you are and you and your family suffer if you dare disagree with him. The other question that's still out there is Michelle Obama trans. Just throwing it out there. It was there for a minute, okay? Remember the whole right, Obama yeah, yeah. was gay, all the letters he wrote yeah. while he was in college? And I mean, those are real letters that he wrote. And then people went back to the Joan Rivers clip from years ago where she said, yes, we've already had our first gay president. It was Barack Obama and then said that about Michelle Obama. No, Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? Transgender. We all know. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, the joke is that they, they, yeah. they, they call Golly. her Big Mike. <laughs> I'm not proud of laughing at that, but it is pretty funny. Well, that, yes, it is. You got to have a sense of humor about it, right? I think so. Okay, David, you have a clip of a lady that's Gen Z. Oh, man, this is making the rounds now a video of a young lady. Uh, maybe 20-ish, uh, 2021, somewhere around there, uh, ranting about how she can't afford things. And and she's tired of people criticizing Gen Z for not wanting to work full-time. We've heard a few of these over the last couple of months. This is just the latest. All right, roll it. I work five days out of the week, 40 hours a week, okay? I do not make enough 
to live on my own. I would not make enough to pay rent, water, electric, and eat. All by myself. I would not be capable of doing that. 20 years ago when you were getting Okay, stuck- what is this guy? It's not true. 20 years ago, I couldn't either. I had to live. I had a roommate. That's how we did it. Back in the old days. Shut up, you entitled, creepy weirdo. Well, for you, it wasn't 20 years ago, but, you know, it was more, more like 30 years, years ago. ago. But, you know. Okay, whatever. stop it. 40. 40 years, to be honest. I'll, I'll go. We're with, in the truth circle I'll here. I'll go with 40, okay? <laughs> but that was well, 40. That makes it even worse for her. The thing is, I don't know what her expenses are. I don't know what she spends her money well, on. Well, no, we don't know. But did you have roommates for a while? When and you then first I lived went on out my on own, your own? But, but I didn't have any money left over. But that was just part of it. You had to cut right. expenses. Right. You, I mean, the first apartment I was in, I didn't have a phone. You lived. I know. I remember that. You lived on ramen noodles, though. Well, yeah. I mean, there was a buddy of mine that was in the apartment building across that would shine a light in when there was a call that (laughs) was needed, like in an emergency. Call my friend. He has a phone. Ship to sea. So, yeah. Anyway, this Gen Zer, let's go on. 20 years ago, when you were getting started, you could live on your own. 20 years ago, when you first started, you were able to do everything that I am now struggling to do. You can sit here and you can call Gen Z lazy all you want, but I've been working my tail end off just to barely make it by. And respectfully, I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. I don't want to work my tail end off, wasting all of my life working just to barely be able to pay my bills. And that is what you created, not Gen Z. We're just here getting started. Who is she talking about? Who's I don't know, because when she's saying you're just getting started 20 years ago, that's me. That's like I graduated high school in 2005. So it's your fault. So it's my fault? I'm like, dude, I, I lived in some sketchy apartments until I was 26 or 27. Yeah. And then I lived in a ni- little bit nicer place. Not nice by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't know. The expectation... Is that what you 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 start working full time and you're supposed to be able to get like a thirty five hundred square foot house in the suburbs? I'm I'm not really understanding <laughs> like what the expectation either. is here because yeah, when you're young, it kind of sucks financially because you don't know anything and you can't do anything that anybody else couldn't you know just walk in and do and replace you with. But I I, I don't know. It, to me, it just seems like get over it. Yeah, it kind of sucks being young, but at the same time, it's awesome because you don't have any responsibilities. Well, I don't know. Are, is she talking about student loans? Did she get some sort of education that she was supposed to have a different job and now she had to take a lesser job? I, there's so much that you don't know. But I can say this, and I'll say it about you guys. I won't even say it about myself. I know both of your histories of starting into the working world. It wasn't 40 hours a week. It was 60 minimum on a a 40-hour-a-week salary. It was always you were competing with other people, so you worked your tail off to keep working your way up and up and up. That was just part of it, and that's what you were taught. So if she wasn't taught that and has been brought up as an entitled brat, then I guess shame on the people that brought you up. I don't know. Not Gen Z. We're just here getting started. You've been doing it for the last 20 years. You tell me how it got ruined. We can sit here and we can call Gen Z lazy all you want, but you let the economy turn into what it did. Hey, I didn't vote for Biden. You let it all run to hell. Mm-hmm. And who did you vote for? That's the next thing you want to know. Mm-hmm. And how much of your beliefs line up with Marxism? Because if we were to guess, it would be quite a few. Don't know that for a fact, but if you were to guess, 
I'm guessing that's what you would probably say. Would you agree? Well, yeah, and nobody told you while you were learning it. It was, in fact, Marxism, because you're really not clear on what that even is. Well, yeah, I mean, if you look at different polling out right now, you will see that a good part of our popula uh, population, especially on the younger end, completely brainwashed. And yeah, I, I could blame the universities on that, but we've also allowed it to happen in some sort of way. Wow, that's quite a start. There's a whole lot to get to. Uh, the Bill Clinton organization has deleted something. You want to hear about that much more straight ahead. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And HelloFresh couldn't agree more. That's why they're giving away one free breakfast item with every single HelloFresh delivery for life. That means while you're a HelloFresh subscriber, not only will you enjoy tasty recipes delivered to your door, you'll also enjoy breakfast for free. Because HelloFresh knows that you're not just hungry at dinner time. In fact, they're here to meet your every mealtime need. With a delicious array of quick lunches, sides, snacks, apps, and desserts that you can easily add to every order. HelloFresh also helps you cut back on extra trips to the grocery store, making sticking to a routine easier than ever. This year, make eating better and saving money a priority. Join today and get free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life with code MVCRFREE at HelloFresh.com slash MVCRFREE. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Action Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, a buck, there, a buck, everywhere, a buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E I E I do. Settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Just real quick, so I know we hit it yesterday. Biden, he was pandering at the black church mm -hmm. and talking about how much time he spent in, you know, the black church in Delaware. I spent more time in... Uh the uh, Bethel AME Church in Wilmington, Delaware, than I have uh, than most people I know, black or white, have spent in that church. Because that's why I started a civil... No, I'm serious. I started a civil rights movement. Okay. Did he say started civil rights movement? That's what he just said. He says, I started a civil rights movement, yeah. yes. Did you see where the people went back to 1987 and dug up the old video of Biden? <laughs> it's kind of a fun one. During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the civil rights movement. I was not an activist. What? I worked at an all-black swimming pool. 
in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. Hey, corn pop! I was involved. I was involved in what, what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was what? not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. Huh? He was there in spirit, though, and that's yeah. what mattered. And he was apparently the, the black people whisperer. I don't know. That, that's what it sounds like. I know what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. I was communicating with them. Yes. I was listening to something that they referred to as jazz. Um, <laughs> Golly. Not only did I listen to Jimi Hendrix, I could hear Jimi. <laughs> right. I could hear him. I played bass with him. <laughs> they used to call me Noel. Yeah, right. <laughs> At Noel the A&E Church. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yes. That guy, he's Forrest Gump. Unreal. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's giving him too much credit, Scott. No, but Forrest Gump actually did these things. Yeah. Um, okay, California. Okay, when it can't get any more ridiculous, they outdo themselves. Oh, yeah. They're expanding their massive health care system this year, uh, which means more taxpayer dollars will fund sex change surgeries for state residents regardless of their citizenship status. That's wow. right. Taxpayers in California officially subsidizing uh, sex change operations for illegal immigrants. So you can't get the sex change in your home country. All of a sudden, as- I'm seeking <laughs> asylum because I need a new. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go to California. Right. They'll help you out. They'll give you the catalog. You can go through and pick out which one you want. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I've got all these. I want to say the what fairy, but go ahead and move on, David. Okay. So that's happening now. Uh, You know, we hear from our different friends in California, sane people. Like, we've grown up here. We just want it to be sane. Right. Especially different parts of Northern California. Like, where are these people? Where are they from? How did they get in charge of all this stuff? It's just kind of crazy. You also had a story on Bill Clinton's organization. They deleted something. Well, more of the uh, Jeffrey Epstein files came out yesterday, which included an allegation that there were multiple videos of former President Bill Clinton having relations with Epstein's victims. Uh, On the same day, the Clinton Presidential Center tweeted out this photo. It's a picture from 1998. Uh, where Bill Clinton is sitting in front of a laptop computer, and they say, on November 7th, 1998, President Bill Clinton typed out and sent his first email ever. Can you guess who it was to? Hashtag World Typing Day. Wow. So the Epstein jokes, of course, start flooding in. Sure. And they deleted the photo because they're like, oh, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, no kidding. You know, someone else had brought this up again, and every once in a while you forget it. At Epstein's place, the portrait of Bill Clinton in the blue dress. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've ever seen it, you know what we're talking oh, about. Yeah. It's so creepy. Yeah. And is there any other way of saying, I own you, <laughs> than Epstein saying to Bill Clinton? Yeah. I mean, isn't that what that is? Well, They're yeah. buddies, it's... you go over there, and that's the... that's. The portrait? In Lewinsky's dress. Yes. 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 And he's pointing at, at the viewer. I mean, you know, yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Yeah, it's 
It's troubling. <laughs> it is troubling. Okay, biggest story today, David. What did uh, you say? Biggest story of the day, uh, I think there are a couple. One is that Michelle Obama is terrified of what might happen in 2024. Uh, because if Biden doesn't win, I <laughs> we just don't know. Oh, my God. Terrible. Um, also, Brandon Johnson, the mayor of Chicago, says that Governor Abbott is racist because, of course. Um, and D.C. is adding a convicted murderer to the sentencing commission. So that's cool. Um, and Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says, absolutely, we're enforcing the law at the border. <laughs> of course he's wow. going to say that. Goodness gracious. An update on that and a round of What's Your Story? Straight ahead right here. Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Okay, so more talk about the Alaska Airlines flight where the door comes flying off. Yeah. <laughs> Was the emergency exit? Yeah. And then there's this door, and then it flies off. How does it happen? Loose bolts. So checking out, you know, different news as we do every day. See what's going on. ABC, Little George. They're talking about all of this, and as they're getting close to wrapping up the story before the interview, it goes like this. And a key question right now, were those planes delivered to the airlines with loose bolts, or did those bolts become loose over time? It turns out the airlines would have only found this during heavy maintenance every two to three years. George. Oh, my. Okay, Gio, thanks very much. Let's oh talk about this with the chair of the National Transportation Safety Board, Jennifer Hamandi. Ms. Hamandi, thank you for joining us this morning. A lot of nervous flyers out there. Is the Boeing Max plane safe? Is it safe? Mm-hmm. Of course it is. That's what she's going to tell us. I don't think she can safe. Well, <laughs> you call it safe when the door flies off? Right. No. <laughs> well, right now, we are focused on this particular a- aircraft so we can determine what happened, why it happened, and to prevent it from happening again. Right. However, at some point, we may need to go broader. But right now, we have to figure out. Okay, you got that. That's standard. Yeah, what, what more do you know? I, I guess your investigators aren't even sure that there were bolts on the door. What? Huh? Well, right now, what we do know uh, through examination is that the fittings on the top of the plug fractured, allowing the plug door to move upward and outward. Hmm. So, but, but, but why were they loose? Do you know anything more about, about why they were loose? You look, you look confused there, David. Well, she just told you. I don't know. I... It, Part of me kind of feels like, yes, this was a, a scary situation. Yes. But, uh, and I, I hope I'm not proven wrong on this, it could just be a one-off, like something happened. And if if she's saying that the fittings got broken, it almost seems like maybe they were over-tightened and something broke. I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not a fancy investigator, but I have done a lot of DIY projects, and if I hear <laughs> the fitting got fractured... It's like, yeah, somebody over-tightened it, and then it broke. Well, they say uh, would have been caught uh, every two to three years. Yeah. Heard in the other report, this plane was, what, three months old? Yeah. It's not old. And, uh, by the way, if you're a spokesperson like this lady is, it's a tough gig. I'm sure. not saying that it isn't. 
okay? Because you got to wordsmith everything, and, you know, if you really don't feel like it's safe, can you really say that? Well, of course not. She goes on. Well, in this situation, the... Um the fittings at the top of the door plug fractured. Uh, we don't know if the bolts were loose. We don't know if bolts were uh, uh, in there fractured or possibly the bolts weren't there at all. How much do we know about the bolts? We have to determine that back in our laboratory. Don't even know that they were there. Yeah, that that would be the most concerning thing to me <laughs> if they if they said... Because, look, stuff breaks, and it can happen, and luckily nobody got hurt yeah. uh, during this ordeal. But, yeah, if, they, if they're if they like, yeah, there were no bolts on that door, that would be uh, a much bigger systemic issue for this particular yeah. model airplane. If they're just like, yeah, it looks good, doing the eyeball test, I think. I mean, it's not putting together Ikea furniture. You can't say, like, well, I'd, right. I lost a couple of nuts here, but whatever. Well, you know. Hey, Ned, you get the nuts? Uh, that's well, yeah, did they, call, did they call Ned in today? Hey, no, no. by the way, did you? And what's quality control? Did somebody go, hey, there's no bolts in this door? <laughs> no, man. This is crazy. goes on. How much do we know about the broader situation? We do know that United has reported these loose bolts as well. Oh. That's right. We have heard reports from United, uh, Alaska, and Boeing about loose bolts. We are aware of those. Those are being reported to the Federal Aviation Administration, okay. who's in charge of the inspections right. uh, and the mandates uh, for the repair. Right now, though, our focus is on this aircraft. So, well, so hold we on a second, because you don't know if they were there, but well, if they were, they were loose and they could have fractured. You're saying that's a possibility, and these other airlines have talked about loose bolts? Is it just me, well, or is let me that ask then you concerning? Question. Wouldn't the focus be on planes that haven't gone up yet? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't that? Wouldn't well, that's, again, well that, that's just a function of a, of a large government bureaucracy where one, one, the NTSB would be investigating the actual incident, whereas mm -hmm. the FAA would be responsible for uh doing quality control and 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 running these other airline aircraft through their quality control checks okay just just another second of this so so we don't know yet as geo was raised in his tag right there whether these planes were delivered with loose bolts or whether that developed over time well, i think she kind of answered that right she doesn't yeah. know that uh that's right. We don't know that. Uh, that will be part of the investigation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we at the point now where all where you're going to order that all planes, all of these planes, are inspected for loose bolts? That is within the purview of the oh. regulator, which in this case is the Federal Aviation Administration. There you go. The NTSB's David. entire mission is to investigate and issue safety recommendations. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then. Last question. You look horrified, Scott. Well, it's like 100% the FAA is going to make sure these... <laughs> right? Right. I mean, I'm not questioning that. Even even though I don't have the authority to speak on it, I would say, well, yeah, I, they're going to do this. Yeah, if you're just watching yeah. this report, you're like, yeah. well, I hope so. Well, yeah, other than, well, it's out of our purview. We you saw that door know. fly off, right? It's kind of up to them. I don't know. I'm going to let the FAA know. I've got a, I've got a socket wrench set <laughs> that they can borrow... <laughs> If they need it. Yeah. <laughs> but this, the the question you know is coming finally comes. That is responsible for any yeah. grounding of the fleet, not the NTSB. Would you feel safe flying on a Boeing Max plane right now? What's she going to say? Well, of course she's, she's 
perfectly fine. I got to be honest with you, George. I wouldn't. Now, there are a lot of people that take risk, but uh, I no, not me. Of course not. I would feel safe flying right now. Uh, our aviation system is the safest in the world. We, we are the yes, global standard for uh, global gold standard for safety. Wow. But- yes. And then she goes on to say, you know, it's. It's safer than just getting out on the highway. Right. She does mention that a little bit later on. I understand, and that's true. Again, that's part of a no-win. But at the same time, it's like the corporate speak that people have to go with. Mm-hmm. It needs to be mocked. Not her personally, but the whole thing. Well, yeah, it does. Totally who right. bolts Who bolts the engines on? I need to know that <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, it's that part of the show. Go around the table. may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. David, today, what's your story? Well, remember Ray Epps? Ray Epps being the the yeah. one guy seen on video multiple times telling people to go into the Capitol on yes. the day of the Capitol riot, January 6, 2021, of course, mm-hmm. um, who was initially on the FBI's wanted list and then was taken off. And we we this story has just been out there for the last three years now because a lot of people want to know, hey, why wasn't this guy as aggressively prosecuted as some people, including those who were not even there on the day of the riot or never even stepped foot inside of the Capitol? Um, Well, he was eventually charged and now has been sentenced to a year of probation. $500 restitution, 100 hours of community service, and that's it. Okay, hold on oh, a wait second. Wait a minute. Yeah. He's on camera. Need to go into the Capitol. I mean, he's firing people up. Now, in the one video, you hear the different Trump supporters start saying, Fed, 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 because yeah. they could see through it. But for other people that just wandered in there, took some selfies and left, and spent time in jail, this guy gets probation. Because why? He he didn't g- actually go into the Capitol? Is that what they're saying? I, I suppose so. Or they just don't want to lock up one of their own. I mean, that's just a conspiracy theory. Um, Ray Epps, absolutely innocent man, did not uh, was not a Fed at all. Okay. Just happened to get a lighter sentence than anybody else, pretty much. Usually probation, if you're only getting probation, you're talking two or three months. I mean, two or three years. Not one year. Wow, man. Well, and I'm thinking about the audio we had on the show yesterday, the Tucker Carlson interview with Clay Higgins, the rep from Louisiana, saying, and he's seen it. He knows. There was over 200 people dressed as Trump supporters at the Capitol on January 6th, some inside the Capitol to guide people around. I'm looking forward to all of that coming out. All right, move on. What's your story today, Scott? Well, uh, Joe Biden, the race-baiting agitator that he is, has done it again. Today, Joe said, a home owned by a black family on one side of the highway, built by the same builder on the other side of the highway, and a white guy living in it, the white guy's home is valued at more than the black guy's home. That's how you build generational wealth. Now, I'm no realtor. But the last time I checked Zillow, using someone's race on a basis of home value, well, that calculation didn't exist. Okay, so he's just stoking 
racism as he has in the past. So what the hell is Joe talking about this time around, huh? Well, I mean, this is one of the things the left has talked about several times. And this is, you know, here's how systemic racism starts. And just going back to the same old thing. What does race baiting have to do with generational wealth? This is all he's got, dude. This guy, I mean, you talk about division, sowing the seeds of division. Well, yes. Two identical homes in the same neighborhood. Oh, yeah. One is valued higher than the other because of the race of the person owning it. Yeah. Again, I don't think Zillow checks that box. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, David, this is taught in college courses. Yeah, and, and well, I mean, this is a, a good example of how you have a broader conversation that gets boiled down to a ridiculous talking point. Where there's broader conversation about home values and neighborhoods uh based you know on the on the demographics that live in certain uh neighborhoods although now it's way more sophisticated than skin color you're looking at crime rates you're looking at all sorts of other issues uh, from neighborhood to neighborhood to set your comps and to set the prices of the home so it's not about whether or not a black guy lives there it's about what does the you know what is the state of the neighborhood and the state of the house which, by the way, is perfectly reasonable. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But this whole idea that is, their houses are identical in the same neighborhoods. Of course. It, it's just it's tired. This is the type of crap they keep churning out. Of course. Golly. Uh, for my story, it's actually a story for you, Scott. Um, this was from the Consumer Electronics Show that's going on in L.A. Mm-hmm. A couple of brothers from Switzerland came up with this new cat door. Oh, what's that do? Called Flappy. Uh, Flappy. Prevents cats from bringing dead mice inside. Oh, my cats don't go outside, so I'm good. It always goes back to you, doesn't it? You don't yeah. even think this is good for other cat owners that don't want the dead mice in their home. Well, if you got an outdoor cat, I guess. I mean, you know. Apparently, the AI can detect a dead animal in your cat's mouth and not let them in until they drop it. There you go. So the cat, the cat learns he's got to let go of his bounty before he comes in. Yes. All right. Yeah. I mean, as I brought up before, my old dog Daisy, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many bunnies and birds and everything else. Luckily, never in the house. Except that one time when she threw up the bunnies. Pieces of the rabbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that ruined the rug. Yeah. yeah. It was, that was an adventure, man. <laughs> dog was a hunter, man. <laughs> a labradoodle. Who knew? I know. Who knew? Okay. Much more to get to. Um, as a matter of fact, news update. You want to hear straight ahead. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. 
Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. And sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm uh, thinking d- of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Jackson Hewitt has a plan to get your tax refund fast with a buck, buck here, a buck, buck there, here, buck, there, buck, everywhere, buck, buck. You don't have to wait weeks for your tax refund. Get money sooner with a no-fee refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt. On this loan, there's a money today guarantee. E-I-E-I-D-O. Don't settle for chicken feed. Get fast bucks at Jackson Hewitt today. No-fee refund advance loans by Republic Bank offered to eligible clients. Money today guarantee if approved for a loan on a prepaid card. Details at JacksonHewitt.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, this is a new one. Uh, what is the story of the convicted murderer and the sentencing commission? Yeah, the D.C. Council today is meeting, and they're expected to vote on whether to make a former convicted murderer a member of the D.C. Sentencing Commission. This is what helps shape sentencing guidelines for judges in D.C. Superior Court. Okay, we haven't been tough enough on criminals for a while now. This is a good idea? Right. Joel, this is what people are for? Yeah, Joel Caston, he was convicted of murder at the age of 18. And it seems like he has actually turned his life around. He was paroled in 2021. Uh, and he was, by the way, the first incarcerated person to win elected office in D.C. We talked well, about it at known. the time. First known. Right, first right. known, yeah, right. Yeah, right. First openly, openly uh, incarcerated known. person. Right. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, so then that's when they uh, tapped him for a new role on the Sentencing Commission. Now, you've got U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves going, oh, well, hold on a second. I mean, look, look, he's he's trying to repay his debt to society, and we can appreciate yeah. that, but he's not an expert in sentencing guidelines. Or is he? Or, yeah. <laughs> or is, yeah. Right. Is he, gonna, is he going to use that position to try to, you know, maybe help some of his buddies out or people he may may have once known? I mean, that listen, right now when you're going through a, a, a pretty historic or generational crime issue in D.C., Maybe now is not the best time no. to get a guy who wants to be soft on crime uh, in a position where he can do so. Wow. I got to mention this real quick, David, about an earlier story that you had. And it was the Gen Z person complaining. Yeah. They can't make enough money to support themselves. And they're griping because they already work 40 hours a week and they're mm-hmm. grinding. They don't want to work any more than that. Okay. Did you see the other story about Gen Z? This was a survey of 800 managers in the United States involved in hiring. 38% of employers 
avoid hiring recent college graduates in favor of older employees because they said Gen Zers are just not prepared. As a matter of fact, one in five employers have had a recent college graduate bring a parent to a job interview. <laughs> what? All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I have kids around that. I cannot imagine going to a job interview with them. No. One in five? 20% seems awfully high. Doesn't it? Is that uh, like in wow. the job interview? Do you know? Or is it like mom and dad dropped them off? No, they bring a parent with them. And it goes into other details. Like wow. the, they don't make eye contact. They ask for unreasonable compensation. They dress inappropriately. They're just not prepared. It's incredible. <laughs> this is the Markley Vade Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening <laughs> on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Markley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search NVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Is Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin all right? Dude, I don't Who know. Knows? He's still in the hospital. He was in the, or is he getting released today or something? I mean, he was in the ICU for several days. Nobody knew about it, including the president. Well, now you got Democrats saying he's got to go. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you've got the you world. You can't do that. The world is on fire right now. I mean, I, I've had bosses that get all pissy if you don't, you know, put an automatic reply uh, in your email when you're on vacation. Yeah, well, he had somebody else in charge, no problem. It's just that that person happened to be on vacation in Puerto Rico. Yes. And didn't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't manage the electronics department at Walmart and get away with this. So you'd have to tell somebody. The question is, should he be fired? And that was one of the big stories this morning was, oh, they're Democrats calling for something to be done about this. But yesterday, Biden said he would not accept his resignation. Right. What? If the guy wants to resign, you're not going to let him. Because he's done such a great job. Do you remember Afghanistan? Do you remember all the debacles? Anyway. Right. Maybe Keep he wants to that. get fired. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a, it's a sad story, and it's infuriating all at the same time, David. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy by the name of Jose Guadalupe Menjivar Alas, who's from El Salvador, been deported four times after sneaking into the country undetected, undetected, I mean. 
Uh, well, he was back in the United States. Uh, he was sentenced for another crime, sentenced to probation in Colorado. Four days after the fact, gets drunk, gets behind the wheel, uh, kills a woman and her 16-year-old son. Oh, my gosh. That's according to the Broomfield uh, Police Department. So, yes, a man who came into the U.S. illegally and was deported four times was back in the country and killed a mother and her son in Colorado. I uh, saw this on the Daily Caller. Uh, the accused has four convictions from Boulder County Court for alcohol-related driving offenses that happened between 07 and 2019. And then a Boulder County judge had sentenced him to probation, community service, and work release four days before the latest offense. You know, it's unimaginable going through that to begin with. And then the circumstances just pile on that it's awful. And you got the head of the Department of Homeland Security out there saying that we're enforcing the law. Yeah, it's a joke. It is a joke. Uh, It's maddening. Yeah, I mean, this guy, again, deported several times, uh, had a long rap sheet. And what the hell? What's wrong with that judge? Really? You got... You got him in your courtroom, and you're just going to give him probation after all of the criminal history. Yes, it seems like that's the new wave of woke judges across the country. That is absurd. It is absurd. So, yeah, then you mentioned Alejandro Mayorkas, the head of Homeland Security. He was in Eagle Pass yesterday, and in spite of all the evidence to the contrary, he says, hey, look, we are enforcing immigration law. Some have accused DHS of not enforcing our nation's yeah. laws. This could not be further from the truth. He just lies. Having begun my public service career as a federal prosecutor for 12 years, ultimately uh-huh. serving as the United States attorney, there is nothing You're an activist. I take more seriously than our responsibility to uphold the law. And the men and women of DHS are working around the clock to do so. Oh, it well, is then there lies, lies, lies ongoing. There and I know impeachment talks are there because yeah. of the proof of the lies that goes on and on and on. So what's Brandon Johnson complaining about? You know, I really would. I know it's like the movie that you would want to make or at least a scene in a movie where a guy like that is hooked up with a dog collar or just, just a taser, anything. Every time you lie... You get the taste. Does that sound sadistic? Some people are like, whoa, man, that's a little bit much. They ain't going to kill him. Oh, well, no. This is going to get his attention. You know. No! No! <laughs> yeah, you lied. No! Try again. Are you enforcing the law? Yes, we are to the best of our back. No! 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 no, you're not. You're letting people in. You know what? This really ticks me off. Because I was thinking about tasing. <laughs> I know it sounds okay. crazy. Do you remember the one mom that was at her son's middle school football game after all the COVID nonsense that fall? And they're like, you got to wear a mask at the game outside. Like, no, that's ridiculous. I'm not wearing a freaking mask outside. And they tased her. Yeah. When she got arrested. <laughs> and we won't tase this freaking guy for treason. I- we should. I'd settle for him getting fired and never allowed to dictate public policy ever again. I'd settle for that. But if that fails and he stays uh-huh. in there, hook him up. Tasing much more effective for behavioral control. 
I like it. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know if you happen to see this. I think uh, we've talked a lot about, you know, the left, Democrats, the playbook for the 2024 election, right? Because Biden doesn't have a whole lot of success to run on. So it's a lot of fear-mongering, and then there's that play of Republicans. A lot of these guys are election deniers, and they keep coming back to that. And, David, I don't know how many times you've pointed it out. 2016, over and over and over again, election denial. That was okay, apparently. Yeah, that was or okay. Or 2000, 2004. But 2020, most safe and secure in history. Yeah, always the no most safe and secure that. if Democrats win. No one buys that. And so Speaker Mike Johnson was on with Margaret Brennan, CBS, and she thinks she's got the gotcha on this. Back in... Uh, 2021, you were the lawmaker who circulated the the legal brief known as the Texas Amicus Brief, um, challenging the 2020 election outcome in a number of states, which by CBS editorial standards makes you an election denier. That's so, nonsense. Well, that's, can I- <laughs> that's one of the reasons I brought this in, that David. Is, Don't you love it? That is so funny. These people really do love the smell of their own farts, don't they? <laughs> they do. According to... CBS uh, and our editorial standards, you know, (laughs) you're an election denier. The 2020 election outcome in a number of states, which by CBS editorial standards makes you an election (laughs) denier. That was worth a replay. That's unreal. CBS editorial standards. That's the journalistic equivalent of somebody getting snippy and saying, I have a master's degree. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Are they going to say that to Hillary when she comes on right, CBS? Right. By our standards. Well, that, can I get you on the record on that? Like, I've always been consistent on the record. Did you read the brief? Did you get a chance to read what we filed? Check this. Well, I, I have read extensively some criticisms of you, that. But read- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Did you read the brief? Did you actually read? No, but I read what other people said about it. I didn't listen to that new album, but I heard what people said. They said it was no good. Right. Huh? But, you read commentary about the brief, but not what we submitted to the court. But right? you recognize that President Biden won the 2020 election. Can you the, just put President that aside? President Biden as an was issue? certified as the winner of the election. He took the oath of office. He's been the president for three years. <laughs> what I, the argument that we presented to the court, which is our only avenue to do so, was that the Constitution was clearly violated in the 2020 election. Right. It's Article 2, Section 1, and anyone can Google it and read it for themselves. The, the the system mm-hmm. by which you choose electors to elect the president of the United States uh, must be done by the individual states, and it, the system must be ratified by the state legislatures. That is language, plain so language out of the Constitution. Have issues <laughs> with the validity of oh the my gosh. election. The Constitution was violated in the run-up to the 2020 election. Not not always in bad faith, but in in the aftermath of COVID, many states changed their election laws in ways that violated that plain language. That's just a fact. Yep. It sounds to me like Mike Johnson is good at this. He explained it calmly, easy to understand. She keeps trying to go back to, so so you're still an election denier. Right. right. Yeah. They violated the Constitution. She wanted that click. So you still have a problem with it. Yeah. She wanted that click desperately. Oh. Mike Johnson admits he's an election denier. You know, well, and that, you know, what what he's saying there is is what, I mean, we talked about that three years ago or coming up on four years ago now because this is when all this stuff started getting hanky mm-hmm. was, you know, when you have secretaries of state 
in various swing states unilaterally deciding to change how elections are administered, that's clearly a violation of how elections are supposed to run because that is up to the state legislatures. Now, there have been various uh, uh, state Supreme Court level challenges, Pennsylvania most notably, where the liberals on that court uh, rejected the arguments that were made. But saying that the process was wrong is not the same as saying, you know, whatever Sidney Powell was out there claiming. And that's one of the reasons I got so frustrated with Trump is because he was entertaining these, like, the Kraken lady and all this. I was like, dude, no, the argument is that the secretaries of state in these individual states did not have the authority to do what they did to change how the election was run. David. But instead, you're talking about Venezuelans stealing votes and whatnot. And it's like, this is crazy. What are you doing? Yeah, that was not the best moment. (laughs) That was that was a problem. Here's a story for you. Did you hear about the uh, pop-up wedding in Indianapolis? No. A little controversy. Saw this in the New York Post. Uh, this coffee shop is called the Mansion Society. And a couple goes in there and had a pop-up wedding. They didn't ask for permission. Oh. So there's like 20 to 30 guests. They didn't say anything. They just started the ceremony in the corner of the store. And the owners according to the story, we're not crazy about it because it made it harder for customers to place orders. Oh, yeah. So there's an official there for the wedding and their photographer. And the photog told a barista to wait five minutes when they asked them to stop blocking the door. The owners said they didn't stop it because if footage of them interrupting a wedding went viral, they were afraid we're going to get canceled from this. So they posted a video after initially deciding not to. They didn't want to shame the couple online, but eventually opted to post the footage after the bride and groom refused to admit they did anything wrong. So then the question online is, who is in the wrong? The idiots with the wedding. (laughs) It's not you. You can't come into my business and just do what you want. Yeah, because the coffee shop, they do host private events, but they normally charge 500 bucks. Well, yeah, you got to book a time and you go in there and do it the right way. You just don't show up. No. So then the bride was shamed a bit, offered $200. But when they asked for the full amount, she said, that's unreasonable. So the debate is on. Seems like, no, you've got to ask for permission. Yeah, I want to get yeah. married in the seventh inning at Wrigley Field. I'm going to bring everybody out <laughs> on the field. and we're. Well, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Dang, man. Would you really do it there if you could? If I could? Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> that would be like a dream? Yeah. And they're going to go, well, we don't want to take a picture of this because it might be bad on social media. During the reception, would you ask all the players to sign your ball? You <laughs> like to do that. Right. Sign my base. Everybody signs the ball and hot dogs for the whole bridal party. Perfect. What a lucky lady that would be. Okay. David's got a clip of Whoopi Goldberg you got to hear straight ahead.
pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural references only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. And sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm thinking uh, of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your injuries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David, so Whoopi Goldberg has spoken. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Uh, ABC News political pundit. That's what they call her. Okay? <laughs> it's not just some celebrity who's out there spouting off. I mean, this is somebody who is entrusted to be an expert in politics and explain the confusing world of politics to the masses on behalf of ABC News, one of the big three. ABC News pundit Whoopi Goldberg tried to defend Joe Biden, who's running uh, for president on democracy in January 6th and all that stuff. Okay. She still want Dr. Jill to be the Surgeon General? <laughs> Hell of a doctor. <laughs> this is what Whoopi Goldberg She did? Was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Whoopi... Let's hear this. Because that's really what's at stake. You worried that it you is. can't pay your bill? Wait till he, the other guy becomes president, and you won't have to worry about it because you'll be in some camp somewhere. Because that's his promise. His promise to us is he's going to force people to do his bidding. That's what he said. I'm with this. I'm going to be good on day one, and I'm going to turn into this other person. Holy smokes! <laughs> yeah. That's really something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what that honestly reminds me of? When she says that, well, yeah, about the bills. What? When Biden was talking to a black audience and said, they're going to put you back in chains. Right. I feel like, what? What are you talking about? Do you understand how that could remind you of that? 
with what she just said? It's, it's almost it's actually worse because he's just saying he's going to start rounding up everybody and putting them in camps, and it doesn't make any sense. Okay, does she really believe that? Do you think? I think she does. She probably does. These people, I mean, they're brain damaged. They are. They have. They're brain damaged. You know, man. I remember, and you were still in the hospital, Scott, with heart attacks. It was after Trump took office, and it might have been April of 2017. And, David, I remember saying all these people freaked out about Trump and have been for now months. How has their life changed at all? If anything, well, you got a few extra bucks in your pocket, you know? Has really life gotten any worse in any way you could measure it? Because people were saying, you know, gay people, they're going to have to leave the country. They won't be able to live here anymore if Trump's elected. They were actually saying that in 2016. Mm-hmm. That is just crazy to me. Wow, it's unhinged. Okay. Man, I'm trying to get through that. Oh, yeah, we got They're going to put you all back in chains. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. Um, something else we got to get to is the whole Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers thing. Because Jimmy Kimmel went after Aaron Rodgers hard last night. And did you see all of the different uh, media outlets talking about, oh, wasn't it great how Jimmy owned Aaron Rodgers? Did he really? Seven minutes of that last night. It seemed really... Take the loss, man. Move on. Weak to me. Um, And there's also a doctor we got to get to out of L.A., that says that being obese isn't unhealthy. Well, now they tell you. <laughs> it's like this this smoking hot take. Yeah. Oh, and there's also the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez audio. There's oh, yeah. a lot of different stuff going on today. And then you got Anthony Blinken and Israel talking about what he thinks Israel should do. Mm-hmm. It's all that. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. The biggest story today, David. Well, uh, we have a little bit of an update on the hijinks of uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Okay. Who was just out. I mean, he was in the ICU for several days, and apparently nobody knew. Nobody decided to tell anybody. And there is a new twist to this story that really makes the Biden White House look absolutely incompetent. I know that you don't have to try very hard for this. But boy, as this is starting to unravel a little bit, it kind of looks like they were trying to throw Austin under the bus. Really? Yeah. Okay. So we'll get to all of those updates and more. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robert Show. Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, you know, we've been following the caper of uh, General Lloyd Austin, that is the defense secretary, who was rushed to the hospital due to complications involving an elective surgery. Mm-hmm. So he had had this surgery a little while ago, and then something happened last Monday, last week, 
and he was rushed to the hospital. He was in the ICU for several days. And the way the story rolled out is that nobody really knew that he was out of commission. He had handed things off to his deputy defense secretary, who was on vacation in Puerto Rico, because there's nothing serious going on that would involve the military, obviously. So, you know, there's all these calls to that uh, Lloyd Austin should be fired. And mm-hmm. then, confusingly enough, Biden comes out and says, no, I got full faith in uh, Secretary Austin. Well, one of his aides wrote that, I guess, because Joe Biden can never remember the poor guy's name. Well, yeah, we now there's, that. there's new reporting uh, out uh, via Politico and other sources that Lloyd Austin's top staffers and people within the Pentagon, as well as Joint Chiefs uh, Chairman General C.Q. Brown, we're all told he was in the hospital on January 2nd, like the day after he was admitted. Uh, you had DOD spokesman, uh, Major General Pat Ryder, Pentagon press chief, uh, and uh, the DOD chief of staff. All of them knew, but <laughs> and so Austin was not actually hiding anything. Apparently. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, he, Hold on. Okay. So... The people that were supposed to be notified were notified. What Then yes. what's the deal with the White House? I don't understand. So I guess nobody passed along the message to the White House, or the White House didn't wonder where the defense secretary is. I don't know. I what? mean, this is an un, unfurling story, but the way it looks right now is that a lot of the colleagues of one Lloyd Austin just threw him under the bus. It really sounds that way. This, this well, First of all... Maybe it's just me. It seems with everything that's happened over this period of time, you know, the Houthis are, you know, lobbing bombs here, and then Hezbollah rockets into Israel. You know, you've got our troops fired upon in Syria and Iraq. You've got all of this going on, not to mention Ukraine, Russia, everything else. And it goes days where there's no communication Yeah, with the White House and the Secretary of Defense, nothing. And all these people knew and didn't tell the president didn't tell anybody in his cabinet? Or they did, and they're trying to sabotage a strong black man in a position of power. Ooh. Or this is a made-up story now to play CYA. Well, I mean, there people knew. I mean, it wasn't like nobody knew. Yeah, man. Well, and then, okay, how is media going to treat that part of the story, David? That That's a good question. I mean, the whole thing is rather confusing, isn't it? If you don't mind for a second... NBC covered it this morning. They were talking about Democrats and Republicans both, right? Yeah, Thank you very much. Let's turn now to the growing controversy surrounding Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Oh, yeah. He remains at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center this morning after revelations the Pentagon waited several days to inform the president and the public about his hospitalization. Lawmakers from both parties now demanding answers, with some calling on Secretary Austin to resign. Okay. <laughs> Pentagon's like, listen, Biden's not really running this anyway, okay? Right. Why do we have to let him know? I wonder if that might be it. I mean, that that really very well could be the case. This just I mean, you weirder, read enough. Though. Biden's really not running anything. He's just kind of told what to do from everything you understand. So is that sort of it? I guess, but that has major implications for what we're supposed to believe is a civilian-controlled military. Right. Wow. Okay. We'll keep you up to date on that. Meanwhile, 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has spoken, David. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, so you've got the court cases going on uh, with Donald Trump. The Supreme Court is going to be taking a look at the legality of Colorado's decision to remove Trump from the ballot. And Democrats are now moving to the second phase of this operation, which is to try to de- uh, delegitimize the Supreme Court. That's that's kind of the end goal here. And if Trump gets removed from the ballot, then that's great. But what they really want to do is justify a massive court-packing scam. Socialist Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she is one of eight House Democrats who are demanding, demanding that Justice Clarence Thomas recuse himself. No. Because his wife was involved in... This insurrection, huh? <laughs> His wife thought that maybe there were some hijinks that occurred in the 2020 election, and therefore Clarence Thomas cannot rule on probably the most pressing constitutional question of the year whether okay. or not a state can just decide to remove somebody from the ballot who otherwise qualifies to be on the ballot. Here's what she said on CNN. Okay. Frankly, this this truly is not even about partisan point scoring. This is about <laughs> the this is about the integrity of the court uh-huh. and yep. to not recuse yes. uh, oneself from from a case where one is so where justice is so mm-hmm. deeply involved would have larger ramifications not just for Clarence Thomas but for the Supreme Court. Do you think it? Listen, okay, you're in no position to demand anything. No, but you go demand- figure out She's what a garbage disposal demanding. is. Yeah. I demand. I demand bad. I forgot about that. Right. <laughs> she didn't know what a garbage disposal did. Is this environmentally what, is friendly? It, is it okay? Is oh, my gosh. Yeah, stick to that for now. Good night. Okay, mention this. Uh, doctor in L.A., Cedar sinai had this hot take, and it's been making the rounds. Uh, because people are concerned about their health. A lot of people are doing the New Year's resolutions. They'd like to lose some weight. Uh, That's usually the top resolution. And this doctor is basically saying, you can if you want, but you don't need to. I just wonder sometimes, what is the truth? Is this some sort of crazy mixed message or what? Here's my hot take as a doctor. I totally agree. It is okay to be fat. We don't say that enough, but it needs to be normalized. If you are fat... That is okay. It is typically not a problem that requires immediate solving. It is not an emergency. You don't have to drop everything in the pursuit of being not fat. Isn't that part of the deal when you're younger? It's like you're going to pay for this when you get older. Yeah. Our research was paid for by Frito-Lay. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Aaron said this other thing in a different video that I totally agree with as well, is that it is okay to not be healthy. We act like it is this moral failing, this cardinal sin that you deserve a scarlet letter if you are not healthy. And there's a name. For- is that true? I don't perceive it to be that way. If you're not healthy? That if you're bigger, it's yeah. this scarlet letter. Uh, well, I suppose there could be some discrimination there. But I mean, that's... And when you're looking at percentages of Americans, that's most. Right. Uh, okay. And there's a name for that, and that's called healthism. Now, don't get me wrong. Hold on. we got to go back. we got to understand the new word. What is healthism? Hold on. Cardinal sin that you deserve a scarlet letter if you are not healthy. And there's a name for that, and that's called healthism. Now- healthism. Healthism. 
I thought it was fat phobia. Racism, sexism. Well, now, you're, you're right. There is kind of a mixed message here that the doctor is is giving out, right? Because it, it's like she says, well, you can be healthy and fat. But now she's talking about people who aren't healthy. Yes. And, I, that if and I'm scratching my head. If you're not healthy, that's okay. And if, you, if somebody says you need to get healthier, then that's healthism. Yes. Huh. Now, if you want to be healthier, way less, are you guilty of healthism? What makes one guilty of healthism? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I guess we could listen on. Now, don't get me wrong. In my line of work, there's a lot of people that I see that want to gain weight, lose weight, take other measures that they think will improve their health in some way. And by all means, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you with that and be supportive of that. But a good doctor will not judge you for being fat. They will not judge you for being unhealthy. They will not judge the decisions that you made or the decisions that were made for you, which is the much more likely scenario. That well it's like this straw man. It, no, you don't want to judge people on things. We all make mistakes or we all have unhealthy habits. You know, some vary. But I don't think that's it. It's what is a healthy weight? What's the right amount of exercise you want to get just to live a healthy life? I think that's where people, most people want to be at or at least strive to it. But then is that healthism to want that? I don't freaking I, know. I don't know. What's the like judging and all? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm kind of hung up on her saying that decisions that were forced upon you, which is the vast majority or whatever she said, like, no, I... Is that what you feed your kid? Like, as a kid, I mean, if once you're like eight years old, if you are obese as an eight-year-old, is that your fault? No. Well, it's not your fault. No. Those choices were made for you. I mm -hmm. I get that part, I, I, but I don't know if that's what she means there. Well, like, as an adult, it's like, I'm a moved American because I like Taco Bell. You know, that's... <laughs> I understand that Taco Bell's not forcing me to get chalupas. I mean, they're you know, any more than a pizza place is forcing me to get stuffed crust. Well, all I can think now is all this Marxist crap of just you're a victim. There's nothing you can do about it. The magnet to Taco Bell cannot True. be stopped. Yeah. I, is that what she's getting at? I'm I guess. A, I'm a victim of Bell supremacy. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's it. There's a little bit more. That got you to the point where you are right now. We're here to help you with the changes that you want to make. And if you are someone who wants to lose weight for health purposes, and there are certain scenarios where losing weight can be health promoting, we're here to help you with that. We it's so confusing. Yeah, I'm, I don't understand it, and and you guys are not helping me. I got to tell you. Well, I mean, no. but like ninety percent. <laughs> and I'm blaming you now. Weight loss treatments are for health purposes. I mean, a person that doesn't feel like they have to lose weight isn't going to go. You know what? I got to lose weight for what reason? I don't know. None. I mean, I'm great. <laughs> I just, you know, right. I mean, hell no. That's of course that's why you do it. But no. I think there is a there. I mean, I, there's a fine line between not judging and then also just being complicit in somebody's. Uh, poor health outcomes if you're a doctor. And I'll go back to the story of a lady who lives in my neighborhood. At the beginning of the pandemic, she was morbidly obese. She was, you know, using a walker or in a, in a rascal, all that. And her doctor said, if you get COVID, you're going to die. And then she started losing this. weight. She's dropped a ton of weight, and she's down to, like, occasionally I'll see her with a cane. But for the most part, when I cross paths with her, when, when I'm walking the dog, 
she's walking without any assistance anymore because she's lost a ton of weight, and that's because somebody gave her some tough love. Yeah. You know, in a, in a loving kind of way, like it's for right. the best thing for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of disabilities, this is breaking news. Didn't know this. Being a woman is a disability. Right. What? It'll take a second to get there, but David will explain it to you. Right. Well, there's a lawsuit going on in Georgia where a prison inmate is suing the state because uh, the state won't give him a sex change. He thinks he's a woman. Mm -hmm. And Biden's Justice Department has filed what's called a statement of interest, which supports the claim that the dude who wants to get a sex change is being discriminated against because the denial of the sex change for the prison inmate violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. So what Assistant Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division wrote... Oh, yeah, she's an activist. Yeah, wrote, people with gender dysphoria should be able to seek the full protections of the American with Disabilities Act, just like other people with disabilities. So now I'm confused because... We are told time and time again by left-wing activists, by the Biden administration, that trans women trans are women. are women. Since when is being a woman a disability? Because <laughs> that's pretty well, much what they're saying. It's a great question. Yeah. I'm, I, again, it's and then they go on to say gender dysphoria is a serious medical condition that arises when a person experiences significant distress or impairment. Because of an incongruence between their gender identity and assigned sex. So you're saying it's a mental illness and should be treated as another disability, which flies in the face of the trans women are women argument. Yes. It's a slippery slope. Ruining women's sports next Special Olympics. Right. Right. Well, they're saying they have a disability. Oh, Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. What measure of disability would that be? I don't know. Who are we I mean, to say? You get the feeling a lot of these people, they don't care what the competition is. They just want the trophy. They're going to they're gonna, uh, remake that Sean Penn movie and call it I Am They Them. <laughs> or the Johnny Knoxville movie. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. It's absolute insanity. Wow. Okay. Much more to get to. Oh, we still got the dust up with Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers and a news update. A lot to get to. Coming up right in. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. 
Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health. And I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 800- 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course, stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, you must have a news update, David. You're laughing. I do. Well, you know, investigators are still trying to figure out what happened uh, to that, you know, emergency exit door on the Boeing thir- uh, 737 as it was taking off from Portland. Gets 16,000 feet. The door flies off. Yeah, they don't know if bolts were in. Were they loose? Did they over-tighten? They're, right. they're not sure. Uh, and I don't know if this is too soon yet, but somebody who goes by Realist Mercury on X put this up, and it's a picture of the 737 Max with the quote: "When one door o- when one door closes, another door opens." Boeing. <laughs> That's pretty good. I oh, like that. Man. Yep. Hey, did you see the story? Uh, there was so much talk about Harvard and Claudine Gay, and it went on and on. The interim. Harvard president is making a lot of money at Harvard, like over 900 grand, what was reported. Also makes about a million dollars a year from a couple of pharmaceutical companies. For what reason? Why do they give this person that much money? They're on the board. They're smart. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, okay. Do you have to recuse yourself from that? Well, a lot of people are predicting, you know, we're going to have another strain of COVID coming our way, and we may have to go to lockdowns again. Who knows? Uh-huh. But would you want the president of your university also getting paid nearly a million dollars a year? No. From a couple of different drug companies? No. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't either. No. It gets uglier and uglier as time goes on, doesn't it? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Some news updates from David Van Camp. Yeah, well, th- this one has to do with the Israel-Hamas war. Of course, there are still hostages being held in Gaza. I know a lot of the uh, pro-Hamas demonstrators here in the United States don't seem to care a whole lot about that. Nope. 
Uh, you know, it's just all about ceasefire, ceasefire. Uh, never really understanding that if Hamas released the, releases the hostages and surrenders, um, the bombing stops. No. I don't even know how many of these protesters even understand the situation. Right. I mean, how many are paid to be there? How many had yes. nothing better to do and just decided to go? Yeah, you have no idea. Um, unless you talk to every single one of them, I don't think we'll ever have a, a solid idea of what they're actually there doing. Um, one of the hostages is the sister of a guy named Dor uh, Steinbrecher. Uh, his sister was taken hostage on October 7th. Uh, to the best of his knowledge, she is still alive. Uh, okay. However, he was on CNN today talking to Jake Tapper, and apparently she takes medication. She's supposed to be taking it every day and didn't disclose what the medication was, but hasn't presumably been able to take it since she was kidnapped three months ago. Wow. And uh, he relayed this story. Now, his English is not his first language, so it, if you need to, me to... Uh, clarify what he said, then I'll, I'm happy to do so. But he says his mother called the Red Cross to say, hey, we know you have contacts in Gaza. Uh, could you pass this medication along? Because she needs it. She's, right. she's supposed to be taking it every single day. And here's what he says happened in that conversation. Okay. They told her that... Uh... We should uh, care more about the Arab people on the other side. That you should care more about what's happening to the people in Gaza? Yeah, and, and less about uh, our, our uh, beloved one who didn't get the... Uh, Wait a accent. second. Their response was, you should be worried more about the people of Gaza? That's what the Red Cross said to your parents? Yes. That's Sadly. shocking. Yeah, very shocking. Okay. How many times have you read different stories about the UN, different groups associated with the UN, even the Red Cross, that have been in Gaza for years, that are actually on the side of the Palestinians? See well, it in different places. It's almost like you're shocked by hearing that, and at the same time, you're not. You're disgusted by it. Yeah. And it's not just on the side of the, you know, quote-unquote Palestinians. It's on the side of the ruling regime, which is Hamas. Hamas, yes. Absolutely. That's sickening. It is. Okay. Uh, and what was the other update? Uh, the other update has to do with Lloyd Austin, the defense secretary who went MIA for a few days, uh, had to go to the ICU, or apparently, for several days, then was released from the ICU I guess, is he getting out of the hospital today, or uh, or is he still in the hospital? I'm not sure uh, at this point. I think point. he's still there right now. But he was in the ICU for like four days before anyone in the White House knew about it. And so a lot of people just sort of started piling on Lloyd Austin. Now we hear more uh, uh, reporting that his underlings, the people that he works with and, mm -hmm. and is the boss of, all knew that he was in the ICU they just didn't think it was worth telling the White House about it. Just so, something, man. What? So, what a debacle. Which is kind of a shock, right? Like, okay, yeah. well, you know, I, I despise Joe Biden as a president, but he is still the commander-in-chief, and I think he is still entitled to know when his defense secretary is in the ICU.
or the chief of staff or whoever's really running the Somebody. show. Somebody, yeah, gotta somebody's got to know, right? And so that it seems like a lot of people around Lloyd Austin kind of threw him under the bus because this guy's in the ICU, thinking everything's been handled, and it hadn't been. So now the White House, they're they're getting on top of this. Okay, all right. Okay. The adults are back in charge. Remember that. <laughs> They have sent out a memo issuing guidance to all cabinet secretaries that if you're going to be in the ICU, you have to tell the White House. Oh, like, oh my goodness. Like, that wasn't generally understood? Apparently not. That, you wonder what the real relationship uh, yeah. with the Pentagon and the White House is. Uh, like, these uh, bumbling fools over there, uh, we're not, we don't need to tell them anything. I really do. You really wonder. I, I do. Because, the, and they're probably thinking, honestly, like we mentioned earlier, Biden doesn't even remember his name for crying out loud. My, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I mean that is, that is whatever, stunning. Whatever, yes, yeah. Javier Bacaria. No, right. it's Lloyd Austin. Close. No, no. <laughs> Becerra shows up. Hey, yeah. where's that Bacaria guy? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's Becerra. No, Bacaria. Yeah, can we talk about uh, the bombing in Syria? What? I'm not Defense Secretary. Oh, I thought you were. All right. Sorry. My bad. (laughs) Where's that Katanji Brown? You saw her. (laughs) Yeah, that's another classic. You can't remember anybody. No. Okay. Particularly yeah. black Tangy, people. Uh, well, you saw her. Yeah. yeah. You saw her. You well, saw I, her. I wonder if they're just like, well, he, does, he doesn't need to know. Just keep, you know, whatever. We know. That could be. And n- neither does any other idiot in that cabinet know. So <laughs> but, we'll just not tell anyone. But that's also a problem because they well, do it is. ultimately, yes. well, supposed to answer to the commander in chief. Okay. Switching gears. <laughs> Their failure of communication. This sent Taiwan into panic mode. Yeah, it did. So Taiwan, they've got a presidential election uh, coming up on Saturday. Um, And China has been flooded because China sees Taiwan as a rogue province. And they've been talking a lot about reunifying China, which means invading Taiwan. And they've been flooding the airwaves, putting out a whole lot of propaganda uh, uh, to the people of Taiwan trying to convince them to elect one candidate that they see as more friendly or weaker in the face of Chinese aggression. And so they, you know, they've been on high alert in Taiwan. They've heard a lot of the saber rattling. Yes. They wonder when is it actually going to happen uh, that China just goes ahead and invades. Well, China launched a satellite uh, and didn't tell anybody that they were going to be doing it. And so there was an alert that was put out. By the way, there's been this satellite that has been uh, launched, presumably to spy on Taiwan and keep tabs on what's going on there. They like to do that. Yeah, they, they do like to do that, <laughs> whether it's a satellite or a weather balloon or balloon. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, they sent out an alert to the people of Taiwan, the government did, and uh, there was a little translation mishap in the English text of it. That instead of saying uh, satellite, they said missile. So, <laughs> oh, so, so a bunch of people in Taiwan were like, "Holy crap! This is it! China just launched a missile towards us!" Oh my goodness! Of course, no. It, they apologized. They said, "No, that was a translation issue." But you would think you'd kind of want to get the text right before you blast this out to everybody who lives there. Yes, you would. 
Oh, my goodness. It does. It reminds me, David, in this, you know, for those that don't know, when you were in Guam a few years back and there was a scare there. Yeah. Well, you yeah, were part our, of it. Yeah. Our, our, in 2017, our company decided I was expendable and sent me over to Guam when uh, Kim Jong-un, the, uh, the uh, chubby little nut job leader of North Korea, started mm-hmm. talking about nuking Guam. So I got sent over there, and, you know, I had a few family members who were really worried and all that, and I'm not telling them. It, Kim Jong-un is not going to do anything, okay? The, the, the island's not going to get nuked. Well, I, I show up for the first day of the broadcast at the radio station where I was uh, broadcasting from, and got there about midnight because the show started, I think, 2 a.m. local time, and yep. we get the EAS alert that says missile inbound <laughs> from, from North Korea. <laughs> Yeah, and so now I'm thinking like, well, crap! I owe some people an apology. Well, too bad I'll be dead in five minutes. And I really did. I I'm, I'm like, okay, well, this is how I die then. All right. And then a few minutes later, uh, it, it got recalled, and apparently there was somebody at a TV station who was supposed to be sending out a test alert to other stations uh, on the island and hit the wrong button and said this was the real deal. Yeah, I remember it. It made for a fascinating story on the show. Yeah. I know that. You know, the test alert should have missiles spelled with one S. That way we'd know. <laughs> right. See, now I yeah. can say I am the one guy on on this show who actually thought for a moment, realistically, he was going to get nuked. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and I hope you remain the only guy on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you heard this last night, switching gears, that Jimmy Kimmel ripped in Aaron Rodgers. This has gone back and forth. Whatever. Well, I think it started because Kimmel had ripped on Aaron Rodgers back in the day for not being vaccinated. And so recently, Aaron Rodgers mentioned Jimmy Kimmel's name possibly being associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Like his name might be in uh, one of the Epstein files or something like that. Don't you think that was just a big goof? I wonder. I do. And because Kimmel said I have nothing to do with him whatsoever, BuzzFeed mentioned that, and I saw this earlier today, that Jeffrey Epstein's chef and Jimmy Kimmel own a restaurant together. <laughs> so I don't know if that was part of where Aaron Rodgers was going. I have no idea. And, I, and it's not like I'm looking to defend Aaron Rodgers here because I'm a Cowboy fan. But anyway, that's another story. Right. So this is how Jimmy Kimmel went after Aaron Rodgers' last night and there's a funny part to this at least to me aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself because he had success on the football field he believes himself to be an extraordinary being he genuinely thinks that because god gave him the ability to throw a ball he's smarter than everyone else the idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him we learned during covid somehow he knows more about science than scientists a guy who went to community college hold on a second it turns out he did he did. Well, also, man, I mean, quarterbacks, especially at the NFL level, are not dumb people. No, more on that in a second. So then he goes this route. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate. Someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. He just put on a, <laughs> he put on a magic helmet and he, that G made him a genius. It's... Does he understand how he comes off? I don't think he does. He's an community coach. Jack Wagon. Yeah. Okay, again, not in the business of defending Aaron Rodgers. 
the dude did score, what, 1305 on the SAT? And it was the reason he went the route he did was because of football. And one of the, like, legendary Aaron Rodgers stories was how he did on the Wonderlick. You know, the test they give quarterbacks Mm -hmm. as far as mental acuity, that sort of thing? It was when he was a rookie at Green Bay. And the story goes, well, the first day he met Brett Favre, he called him Grandpa. And Brett Favre hated it. Didn't like him at all. And then one day, he's bragging about how he scored a 35 on the Wonderlick and asked Favre, hey, Brett, how'd you get on it? And he said, I have no idea. And Ryder said, I do. I looked it up. You got a 22. (laughs) And then he left the room. And as the story goes, Brett Favre looked at the quarterback's coach and said, effing Wonderlick score. Do you believe that bleep? I run (laughs) circles around his bleep. (laughs) Which just, you know, cracks me up. But Jimmy Kimmel, give me a break. Remember when that guy used to do the fat suit? And blackface as Oprah jumping up and down on the Mexican maid. It's like, dude, you better back off. You remember that? It was crazy. Insane. Anyway. uh, Speaking of football. Seven minutes last night, by the way. You watched it all? No, I watched it this morning. I didn't watch it live, no. Good night. Yeah, seven minutes of that crap. Speaking of football, NFL playoffs this weekend. Now, if you like daily fantasy sports, you've got to check out Prize Picks. Yeah, it's the easiest way to do daily fantasy sports. You're not going up against a bunch of pros or sharks or thousands of other players even. It's just you and the numbers. Yeah, I know. It makes it kind of easy, too. You look at the stat projections. You pick more. You pick less. Whatever. You did well last night. Yeah, I like that, huh? Uh, Patrick Mahomes this week. Okay, what do you think? 254 passing yards. That's projected. More or less. So that, don't don't you, say it. You look at because you'll okay. jinx it. All right, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I didn't jinx so, it last night. I, you didn't, and it, oh, that's it's, true. It's that simple. You know, do you think he'll get more or less than that? You put in your pick, then you sit back and enjoy the game. Yeah, like that price picks too. They offer projections on any sport you watch, whether it's college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, PGA, college basketball, a whole lot more too. And they have a reboot policy. Yeah, that that's the reboot policy is so your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. So you can get started right now if you want. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's pricepicks.com forward slash MVCR and use the code MVCR. Uh, and that's how you get the deposit match up to 100 bucks. by the way. Uh, Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Very good. Okay, there's more to get to. But you know what? We had the uh, clip earlier that you had, David, of Michelle Obama. She's very concerned about America mm-hmm. with the upcoming election. Yeah. Oh, there was some serious race baiting going on, too, in that conversation. We'll get to that and much more coming up right here. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work. 
It may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. All right, the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Update on Lloyd Austin, David? Yeah, Fox News is now reporting that what he went to the hospital for was um, was prostate cancer. So he had had some sort of procedure done in relation to that, and then something took a turn for the worse. He winds up in the ICU last week. He tells all the people around him, but they don't think it's necessary to tell the White House that he's in the ICU. And I think, to me, if they re- if the White House really was kept in the dark, then that makes a lot more sense as to why Biden said, no, he's, I wouldn't accept his resignation if he gave it to me. Because okay. it's like... So well, the he- Pentagon knows, but the White House didn't know. Yeah. Somebody has got to be in trouble for that. Well, sure. I would think. So, and it says, at least on the crawl, that he was treated for prostate cancer. And you said he went in, Scott, for... Elective surgery. That's what it was, that's what was reported. Wonder if it was something like that and then there were complications? I don't know. I don't know. We don't know yet. I guess you choose to be treated for something. Maybe it is elective. I don't, I don't know, but it seems like cancer is something that would not be elective, that you would get it treated yeah, I guess it yeah. does come down to your choice. We'll see. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. The biggest story today, David. Well, I think that one. that's one of them. Uh, as as we've been kind of wondering what the heck is going on with the defense secretary. Yeah. Um, and why is it that nobody felt the need to tell the White House that he was in the ICU for several days? Uh, this seems to add a little bit more clarity to that. So we'll try to gather more information as it comes out. On that, of course. And also trying to figure out more on the Alaska Airlines flight, where the door goes flying off. Yeah. And, you know, the whole investigation behind that. 
You're looking at different stories talking about the shocking truth behind this in-flight mishap. So we'll get a news update on that. And you got your big three, Scott? Yep. The Robbins trifecta on the way right here. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, Jen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. We have news updates here, David. There's a lot going on. Yeah, we do. Okay, so the mystery of what happened to the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Gotten a little bit more clarity on that. See, what happened was he went to the ICU last week, but nobody in the White House knew about it because uh, the adults are back in charge. And um, now the White House, by the way, has issued guidance that if you're a cabinet member, you got to tell us when you're going to be, you know, in the ICU. Enough of the shenanigans. I kinda we thought, need communication. I mean, what is this? I kind of thought that was implied that you would be answering to the yeah. commander in chief. But uh, nobody in the Defense Department decided it was worth it, apparently, to tell the White House. Um, now, uh, his doctors have released a statement saying that he had uh, prostate cancer, and they detected it in early December. So on December 22nd, he had a minimally invasive surgical procedure called a uh, prostatectomy to treat, and that's where they remove part of or all of the prostate gland um, to try to treat and cure it. They say his prognosis is very good, but then on January 1st, he was admitted to the hospital uh, with complications. He had nausea, severe abdominal hip and leg pain, and then uh, urinary tract infection was detected. And so then they, on, on the second, they transferred him to the ICU for close monitoring and a higher level of care. There was abdominal fluid collections uh, impairing the function of his small intestines, is what they say. So that resulted in the backup of his intestinal contents, which was then treated by placing a tube through his nose to drain his stomach. Uh, and he has progressed steadily throughout his stay. The infection is cleared, and he's making progress, is what the doctors uh, are saying. Okay. So you're hoping that everything's okay with him, but he wants to see a full recovery. Well, sure. And then there's the question of, well, what about the job? Because you had even some democrats saying he's got to go but then you're learning well wait a second he did let people know and the pentagon didn't let the white house know yeah that, did he assume i guess he assumed these people would in fact right tell the people that well, needed to be told i mean the dude's getting fluid drained out of his intestines yeah. and yeah you would you would assume that the people around you would would notify the correct powers that be and they just kind of threw him under the bus it seems like yeah, we'll wait and see what else happens with that. Now, to your question, Scott, you said, because initially they said it was an elective procedure. Yes, yeah. A- apparently, uh, due to my exhaustive research on Google in the last five minutes, <laughs> that's not, not uh, the, the, the actual prostate, what, uh, prostatectomy. 
that's not necessarily required to treat prostate cancer, but that is one way to do it. Um, and so I think that technically would be considered elective if you're just saying, well, just get the whole thing out. Right. As opposed to other forms of treatment. Again, I, I that's five minutes of Googling, but maybe that's why, or maybe they were trying to cover it up. I Who knows? Well, also, the removal means no more love life in that general direction either. Oh, well, not necessarily. It, the, the total removal is my point, I guess. Not necessarily. I don't, to, I okay, don't, no, I don't know that. Too. I don't. I'm done playing doctor on this show. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> well, you said that pretty definitively. I know you did. <laughs> You're I, thought done. I, I thought I had all the Gonzo. information because I've known people who've had this done before. And that was the choice they had. I had not heard that before. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I just hadn't heard that before. Yeah. It could be. Well, we'll have to go to Dr. Google again on this one. Well, David's already on it, I can yeah. see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, as you're looking that up, there was that other story we were going to get to, and there's been so much other stuff today. And trying to keep track of all of the Trump you know, indictments is crazy. The one in Georgia, and maybe you heard this story. Um, there's a new court filing there alleging an improper romantic relationship between Fannie Willis, the district attorney, and the top prosecutor in the election interference case. According to the filing, Fannie Willis hired special prosecutor Nathan Wade, her alleged partner, to prosecute Trump and benefited financially from the relationship in the form of lavish vacations the two took mm. using funds his law firm received for working that case. Mm. County records show Wade has been paid nearly $654,000 in legal fees since January 2022, an amount authorized by the district attorney, Fannie Willis. Interesting. Yeah, well, and then also one of the, at least one of the dates where he was billing, uh, billing the office for this, uh, he was not working. Well, he billable hours. Working. Right. In not working way. A particular case. Yes. Working on night moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bob Seeger. Well, the, the other curious thing is that there were meetings, I guess, between him or somebody within his firm and the White House suggesting coordination on this entire thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> they took a couple of cruises together and, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things yeah. where in your mind you kind of know the fix is in all over the place, but then when you get the details of the fix... You're still like, oh, wow. It's almost surprising in a way. Miss Willis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to the trifecta, do we have a definitive? Does that mean the um, relation part is over if you have this procedure Scott was speaking of a couple minutes ago? Well, the – trying to speak in code here. Okay. The – the oh, – what's a, what's a good way to – the fireworks display may be a little different. Okay. Okay. May less have may have a little less sparkle or none at all, actually. But it is still possible uh, hmm. to light a candle. Okay. Okay. So so the there might be still enjoyment, but you wouldn't have the same after effects. Perhaps yes. But a climax could be reached, just not the other not, effects. Not with that, it. not that kind of. Yeah, it's hard to speak in code on all of this. So. I think I'm right. So, but you're saying you're done. 
Well, I mean, for David, I, well, it's I just, that you're still a well, participant. No, I mean, it's just sure, the I result mean, may be a little different. Listen, you can it still seems right. like an enjoyable activity. There's still, like you could draw things out of a hat, and yeah, I can still. This is possible. draw things out of a hat. Well, I mean, there's still possibilities all over the place of all sorts of other things. Jeez, do I have to draw that picture <laughs> for you? I suppose now. It's, Casey's not. Casey said no trifecta today. He said he's not. He doesn't want to do it. I've already had it. Well, let me just put it this way, okay? You can still go to Yellowstone, but you might not be able to see Old Faithful, okay? Okay. See, there. but outside that, of that, that's that's a great explanation. Yeah, which was really my initial point to begin with. But you but said my no question, at all. I'm sorry. I'm still. My question is this: Would you still feel like you saw Old Faithful, although you didn't actually see it? In some cases, okay. apparently, yes. Uh, all right. Got it. I think we understand. Now. You'd see a photo of Old Faithful, <laughs> Old Faithful. during That's your it. trip to Yellowstone. Yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. All right. Casey says, all right. Yeah, we'll do it. Okay. Trifecta time. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Close with anybody with experience that get hit Robbins up on our Facebook page. Let him know. All right. Scott Robbins trifecta is top three of the day, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Yes. <laughs> I think he's ready. I'm ready. Okay. Yes. If you do, three. tell him how your visit to Yellowstone went, by the way. Exactly. Just, just yeah. All right. Uh, number three, the 2023 stats are out on White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. Yeah, in the second half of 2023, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre answered only two questions. Answered only two questions about the scandals facing the president. That brings the yearly total to eight questions uh, over 75 White House briefings. So the total amount of time she dodged the answer Compared with the questions, 98% of the time she dodged the question. Wow. The it's, press secretary. It's something else when you actually see the stats. Yeah. You know. now, well, how many times do we hear? Down. Well, I'm referring that to the Justice Department. Yeah. That's the Justice Department. Of course, yes. Two. Uh, you want to talk about a Stanley Cup craze. Have you guys been following this at all? Have you seen this? No. These Stanley Cups, which I didn't, I didn't, I knew nothing about these until like a month ago. Yeah, a lot of talk online. Video of Target shoppers. I saw one last night in El Paso, Texas. They're like trampling over each other to get to these things. So why the craze? I don't know. Other than they're different colors and they have some for different holidays. But the amount of money that they're currently raking in is incredible. Uh, by the way, the Seattle-based company is Stanley Cups. Uh, they went from around $70 million annually prior to 2020 to an amassing 750 million a year this year and now because of the different colors the craze and yeah and you got one for christmas and valentine's day and whatever whatever these used to be male dominated like for construction sites right and you know guys that were hunting or whatever kept things cold or hot or whatever that was the target audience and somebody is standing like, hey you know what we should try this Make and, it collectible. And, and, and get some side of buzz on, on the uh, social media pages. And the rest, of course, is history. Wow. I'm not sure I get it, but I'm the one that collects Funko Pop. So what do I know? Yes. And the countdown continues. Right? Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, one. Number one, Judge Judy has endorsed someone for president. Stop uh, the presses. Right. I mean, do endorsements matter to anyone? 
But would you have, would you hold more credibility of an endorsement from Judge Judy than you would say a newspaper? Yes, actually. Or another politician? Yeah. Me I mean, I, it's not going to sway my vote one way or another, but I'd be interested in what she had to say. Well, Judge Judy has endorsed Nikki Haley for president. Yeah, it has no effect on me. <laughs> she said, you used to love Judge Judy. You still love Judge Judy? Not as much as I used to because I don't see her anymore. Okay. I mean, her show, I think, is off, right? I don't even think it's running anymore. So it hasn't made the heart grow fonder in no, your case? No, not anymore. Okay. I'm proud to endorse Nikki Haley, she said. She's whip smart. She has executive credentials, and she is a superb governor. She said this in a statement. She says she has international gravitas, which she likes. Okay. So she has endorsed Nikki Haley as president. If that sways your vote whatsoever, there you go. In case you were sitting there going, I really don't know until I hear from Judge Judy as to which way I'm going to go. Now you do. Well, years ago, I can remember talking to you about Judge Judy. And at that time, if she wanted to go out to dinner with you and like, yeah, start yeah, a little I'm, something, you would have been game. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I did say that, yeah. Are you still in that camp? No, not anymore. Really? My, my heart's changed. Wow. Yeah. You're a moron. <laughs> well, that was quick. Yeah. You sure? Wow, I changed okay. mind. I think David was in my camp too for a really? And there you oh, have I, it. I still am. He has his heart's still there. If You're I was, the one that's changed. I was single. I'd be planning a road trip to Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again with I the think Yellowstone. It's crap. <laughs> okay, you got Casey and Judge Judy. And the show has lost control. Honeymooning in Yellowstone. <laughs> All right, news update and Nimrod's in the news straight ahead. is here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code REFRESH at checkout. That's harrys.com, code REFRESH. Enjoy! My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. 
I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural references only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, in an updated statement on uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, uh, it's very interesting. The Secretary of Defense Chief of Staff, Kelly uh, Maximin, she is ordering an investigation into the disclosures because the guy went into the hospital last week in the ICU and nobody was told about it. Except Lloyd Austin apparently did tell the people immediately around him. And this guy's in the ICU. He had had complications after uh, surgery for prostate cancer. Guy's in the ICU getting, like, stuff pumped out of his stomach. Yeah. Due to an infection. Uh, And uh, the chief of staff is ordering an investigation into the lack of disclosure. She's actually the one who is responsible for telling the White House, Congress, and others. And she didn't do it uh, until two days after she found out about it. So are they yeah, going to let her be the fall guy? Because then the question is, hey, did somebody um, somebody tell her to not, not let the White House or Congress know? I'm sitting here thinking, David, to my recollection, has anyone been fired ever? Well... Uh, two people that I can think of off the top of my head. One person was, uh, you probably wouldn't even know the name, uh, somebody who was apparently rude to another person in the White House. Okay. Got fired. And then uh, Sam Brenton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, got, that guy. got the boot. But that's because that was the freak show guy who was stealing yes. women's luggage. Yeah. yeah, from airports. And then prancing around with it on. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was the guy that Biden said, you know, that's the dude who I'm going to put in charge of handling our nation's nuclear waste. The, exactly. The bald guy who goes by they, them, and is into puppy bondage stuff. Right. So that's the two that we know of that have been fired. Yeah. All these other people have done a terrific, horrible job. Right. <laughs> Nobody gets fired, so we'll see. Right. Not too sure about that. All right. With that, it's time. You know what? Before Nimrod's in the news, just to mention this, every once in a while you'll hear some sort of news or a birthday or something that makes you feel old. Did you see Jimmy Page is 80 years old today? 80. Did that make you feel old? Yes. It's kind of astounding that he's alive. I thought the same thing, man. Especially that lifestyle in the 70s. Dude, I just saw him on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. How was he? He played a Link Ray song. Yeah. It was great. Oh, that's cool. I mean, the dude's 80. I mean, he still can get her done. All right. Nimrod Stein Roller. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news out of Orlando. This is crazy, man. 35-year-old Andrew Croswell involved in a hit-and-run crash. He hit a bicyclist who had a special bike because he's paraplegic. Mm-hmm. And then the dude drove off. Gosh. Now, thankfully, the victim wasn't seriously hurt. Cops catch up with Andrew, said he didn't stop because he didn't think he'd hit anyone, asked about damage to the vehicles, and then they suspected Andrew had some drugs on him. 
and you can hear it because, you know, the cops have, you know, the cam. And they're asking him, do you got something, you know, that you're hiding? No, that means you have something. You just don't want to say it. We're going to find it. So you just help us out and just tell us where it's at. Is it in, sort of, between the cheeks? Between the cheeks. Okay. Yes, it's between the cheeks. Oh, He's arrested in a lot of trouble. And that's Nimrod's <laughs> in the news.